0: You're watching WLWT News Five, leading the way.
1: All right, good morning, WLWT News Five. Today, daily dose. I think I made the possessive wrong there. That's okay. We're not going <laughs> to worry about it. It's Thursday morning. Kelly Rippin, Colin Mayfield, Fletcher Keel, mm-hmm. and yes, again, we have meteorologist Randy Rico. Not for not bad news for us, but still tracking now tropical storm Ian. Doesn't
2: matter what this thing is categorized as; right. it is causing wreaking havoc across the state of Florida. It's devastating still. You know, yesterday it was all about the strong winds. We had 140 mile an hour winds in many places. Some places were having sustained winds of, of 100 miles per hour for four to six hours when they were in the eyewall. So yesterday it was the wind and the storm surge that was the concern. Today as it moves east right now it's it's pummeling areas from Orlando to the Space Coast. They've already picked up over a foot of rainfall. It continues to fall there. Uh, So the categorization, the fact that it's now a tropical storm is just because the central winds have dropped down to 65 miles per hour. But they still have. Which we were talking about. is still crazy. 65,000. 65,000.
1: 65 65
2: miles per hour is still ridiculously strong. It's as fast as you drive on the highway. Right. Yes. And that's consistent. Uh, And they have flash flood emergencies, which is kind of the elevated level of flash flood warning. There are places that are having ongoing high water rescues where the emergency uh, managers in the county are saying everybody get to get to higher ground because the water is rising so quickly and that's just outside of Orlando. Orlando proper has already picked up over a foot of rain. So this is going to eventually make it off the coast, head out into open water, not expected to intensify. It's not going to be out there too long. It's going to kind of scoot up towards South Carolina and eventually bring us some rain. Now our rain is going to be kind of focused. Brown County, Adams County, Highland County, Bracken, Mason, Robertson County. So I'm calling it kind of Route 68 East has the better chance of seeing showers on Saturday. Many spots in our area will just notice the cloud cover and kind of keeping it dreary looking through the day on Saturday. I think the best way you phrase it yesterday, there's a lot of real
1: estate between where it's at now and where it's and right. us. So, so there's a lot change. of time, obviously, right. even
2: you know, yesterday, things were changing by the hour as to where right. the worst impacts were going to go. So it may fall apart before it gets here. But as of right now, if you're east of town, you have a better chance to get some showers Saturday. OK.
1: Cool, we Mm -hmm. will let you get prepared. We know you got to do your today's show cut in. Obviously they also have um, continued coverage this morning, but uh, a lot to keep an eye on there. Um, And also we have local crews who are, they were in Alabama, they're ready to go now.
0: Yeah, um, we, I think Matthew 25 ministries always send stuff down there, but Duke Energy crews, they were already on the way down there as well. Um, Ohio task force one already mobilized and it sounds like they're being shipped out. They were in Alabama, I think, and then um, now going towards Florida to help out. I think at one point it was 1.6 million. I think over 2 million people still uh, without power in Florida, so uh, mm-hmm. a, a big issue.
3: Yeah, a lot of videos on social media yesterday. I saw one specifically that was kind of a time lapse of storm surge coming in crazy. from the coast mm-hmm. and just overtaking a street where you saw there was a kind of a skyrise condominium kind of type of place right. right on the beach, but you saw all these houses that were getting up, the water came up about halfway. So just seeing the images out of uh, out of Florida yesterday and into this morning are, are kind of crazy.
1: And I think we said that the Ohio Task Force runway right now is slated to head to central Florida, which is who's getting hit today. Um, And there's a ton of lakes in that area. We've been watching the flooding there this morning, so could be a lot of uh, mostly either high rise buildings or ranch homes. So right. that flooding is absolutely going to have an impact on the majority of people who are homeowners there because of how the homes are constructed. So right. um, it will definitely be very interesting to watch. We've got continuing coverage for you as always. Um, heartbreaking story on UC's campus. Uh, a deadly hit and run and you know Colin you said this morning with stolen cars we have had this conversation too many times. I
0: was going to bring that up yeah um, and it's it seems like the last like one or two weeks that we've seen either incidents, crashes, pedestrians being hit, seems to be in stolen uh, vehicles. So yeah, that's a trend that um, is uh, surprising and uh, I think hair-raising for a lot of people out there. Um, so uh, this was a big crash, and I think you know bystanders were on scene pretty quickly, um, so that helped the situation in some sense. But um, yeah, it's it's a heavily traveled situation. Uh, many on the many on campus, I think the people were just shocked by it because. Um, in some respects, I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often, especially mm-hmm. in places like Clifton. So Jefferson, is, it's a busy street. Yeah. Uh, a lot of students cross that uh, crosswalk every day. So we learned that there was an 18-year-old student that was killed, uh, Caden Turner, uh, another student who in, has serious injuries, and is an 18-year-old. Uh, Her name is uh, Namia Russell. So, as I just alluded to, you know, there were folks that were on scene and um, people that tried to assist in this, uh, you know, with chest compressions on one of the victims. So they're still looking for, I think, three people uh, from this car, but especially the driver that jumped out and they cannot find that person.
1: Just, cra- you know, and I think those students obviously feel so obviously it's one of their students and they're one of their colleagues, but also it could have been any of them. They, they cross these streets all the time. So, um, yeah, it's it's a busy campus. We know that, but that's it just it's obviously too close to home. Um, if we get any updates on a car description of what they're looking for or who they're looking for, we'll, of course, pass that along to you, everyone so that they can try to solve this. Um, no Pike County trial today as a heads up. A juror illness is what they're saying right now or. They think they've said illness. I'm not sure if they've confirmed a juror, but that's why they're not going to be in today. A um, lot to still cover there, but they had heard a lot of testimony yesterday. So uh, we will have to wait and see what transpires then heading into
3: Monday. Yeah. And that's raising some questions because they have some alternates that you would think could plug in and yeah. keep trending along. But again, they uh, recessed early and didn't come back after lunch on Monday uh on tuesday i believe it was yes. we were able to get through both parts of the day yesterday I think but yeah, that was no. a family
1: emergency too yeah. with one of the jurors um, so. so it's
3: been a bit of a wonky week for um for the trial
1: yeah understandable they might not want to get through all their alternates just yet but mm. you know it, that's why they with are there four, as four well weeks,
3: four weeks ish still to go as this is this right two. and that drags
1: out for everybody so it will be interesting to see what happens there all right we want to talk about our forecast big night here in cincinnati
2: thursday night football it is a whiteout so let's check in with randy All right, we have clear skies over top of Cincinnati. It is 48 degrees right now. Notice the breeze about 10 miles an hour. So just like the last couple of days, a little bit breezy as we go into the afternoon. But today will be warmer than yesterday. Expect a high around 67 as you make your way to tailgates, likely still mid-upper 60s. And a kickoff tonight will be at about 58 degrees. Great weather to showcase the Queen City tonight. Tomorrow, 70 degrees as clouds arrive ahead of some rain that stays mainly east on Saturday.
0: All right, so going to be great weather to soak in, maybe grab a sweatshirt um, if you can uh, for tonight. So, and that's alluding to, of course, our last um, topic of discussion, which is the Bengals hype. A lot of folks, you know, I do have to say this, in in certain respects, coaches sometimes hate switching up uniforms because sometimes if you lose in them, right, you don't want to wear them again. You get the stigma, yeah. I'm not putting that out in the air, just kind of pointing that out because in situations like this, I remember back in my history, we had a a specific color combination at our high school that we always would make sure we did not wear because we <laughs> thought we would lose in it. So uh, I think they're going to be fine. I think it's going to be a tough game. I think both the offense and defense need to start quickly and um, try and show the Dolphins that they mean business. Maybe, you know, smash them in and, the mouth. And, but. and
3: that's something that can stick with fans as well. Uh, oh, yeah. Back in the early 2000s, Georgia had a couple games in all black jerseys, uh, came out and won and then they played Alabama in them and they haven't worn them since. Auburn uh, was talking about wearing orange against uh, your yep. Nittany Lions and the reason they haven't in over four we years. We won that game. You won that game uh, it would have gone the same way people thought in orange jerseys <laughs> but they lost like 49 nothing back in the 70s and they haven't won them since not so weird. yeah not superstitions are real yeah, yeah. So, I, you know uh, game a couple, at right? eight twenty 20 right
0: A 15 tonight
3: yeah eight fifteen 15 tonight um, and uh, a couple of injury updates yes. uh, DJ reader declared out Speculation he could miss some time, but not expected to miss the season. Of course, Drew Sample, uh... do believe he is confirmed for the season. Jermaine Pratt, Lowell Collins, listed as questionable. I believe Collins was questionable ahead of last week, too. Wound up starting. Joe Burrow. Was only sacked two or three times last week, so it was the best game for the right. offensive line, but it was also the Jets. Two is um, questionable, right? And Two is questionable. Listed back and ankle injury, so nothing well, about it, head after the concussion query over the weekend.
0: It's interesting because ESPN reported on Tuesday, I think I saw it, that the Dolphins cleared him. So I don't know if that was a misreport or maybe they cleared him a little bit too quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I expect that he will play, though, because, yeah, I mean, up. it's a big game.
3: And, uh, and, uh, T. Higgins, not on the injury report. He took that shot to the head was able to come back, so it doesn't seem like anything popped up over the week or lingered there. So news. every offensive weapon should be at Burrow's disposal tonight, what Need hopefully it. will be a high-scoring game. If not for just the Bengals, the, we know what the Dolphins' offense can do. So expect lots explosive. of points tonight it's in, be a good game. in the best-case scenario. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. All right. I think that's all we have for today's Daily Dose. Tomorrow's Friday. I think we're all looking forward to that. We'll be watching, of course, the forecast as we get closer to the weekend, how the rain from Ian could impact us. In the meantime, have a great night. Be safe if you're out there celebrating the Bengals.